Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast for Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018. I'm Matt. We got Chris and Steve from OHL Fanboys on Skype. Today we are talking about Memorial Cup Game 6, the Pat's third game. Uh, have you guys caught your breath yet? I don't think so. Like That's wild. That, that was uh, as a, a neutral, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Fun's a good word for it. Uh, I didn't have a lot of fun. I don't know, Chris, did you? Uh, no, it was a little, little stressful, that's for sure. In the end, uh, in the end, I, I mean, we got to give props to Swift Current. I, I wasn't expecting them to last that long. I thought, you know, they'll put up a good 10, 15 minutes, and if we get a few goals, they'll, they'll be tired and they'll roll over, but then they pushed till the end. They really went for it. Yeah, it looked like uh, us when we played the Teton. Like mm-hmm. we sat back, it was 15 minutes to go and we're already sitting back and yep. the guys around us were just like, this is not going to work. Like we're up three goals. It's not going to work. And that's what I, I messaged you. And I said, this, I don't like the looks of this. This is not going to go well. And it, and it didn't. No. So. Uh, Overall though, um, other than playing, yeah, playing back a little bit there, I, I thought we looked we looked good. I liked, you know, who I was really impressed with was our third line. I know that a lot of attention is going to get to Henry and we'll get to these guys, but I liked our third line. There was some times they were, they were winning the battles down deep and I don't know. It was top to bottom. I, I was fairly happy with how everyone played. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I thought, uh, I thought we played pretty well. We had a better start. Um, I thought Swift looked good. So, you know, they, they were pushing back. They look a lot better than they did against Hamilton, so mm-hmm. which I'm, is not surprising. You know, they weren't going to lay another egg, you know. But, you know, you get the first... It was just they kept responding after our goals. Like, we couldn't Always. stop them from scoring right after, and that was that was frustrating. But that's kind of been how Regina Swift Current has gone. Yeah, back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is our... How many games in a row now? Wow. Well, 15th game in the season <laughs> yeah. or to overall yeah um i was happy to see legion up there on the power play that was good but we didn't see him a whole lot other than that hey no i didn't see him until oh, i don't know was it like late in the second yeah yeah he started to get some ice again. time again um steve your thoughts well i was gonna br- bring up um yeah, I'd heard. Now, I, I don't have a, a big history uh, uh, on the Regina Pats and, and everything, the happenings of the team, but someone had told me in press row tonight um, that Austin Pratt, that was his, uh, or Platt. Platt, sorry, Bryce Platt. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Um, that was his first goal in like something like 36 games or something. Is that correct? Or? It could be. I was going to yeah. look that up. I was wondering that too. I, I don't. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Yeah. And he, well, had, and then he, he almost said, he effectively had two. Yeah, because that one was going in the net, <laughs> yeah. and then God pushed the net off, or Anderson, Anderson pushed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you mentioned, how your third line played well tonight. <clears throat> like I thought he had a great game, and that goal he scored was very nice. And he just seemed to be a guy that kept showing up in the play at key times to me. And that's not really—it's unusual for him. I'm glad to see it, but it, he's not typically a—he's kind of just a role player there and kind of blends in but yeah you're right he did he did stand up this game yeah and i thought bradley played pretty well 
Like, I don't yeah. think he got, got on the score sheet, but he looked decent out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, he stepped up too. And then, I mean, we yeah. got to talk about this Henry Steele connection. Like, where, where was this all year? Well, yeah. It, it, well, you know, the first half we struggled. Mm-hmm. Steele was gone. Henry didn't come say back. All year. The half year. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, they, they were apart for a while because they were struggling in the first bit, like when Henry got back. Like, when did Henry come back? Like, mid November? Mm-hmm. Like, so essentially, he, you know, he missed three, four months almost, like training camp and everything, right? So I'm wondering if and he's they, just getting it, in his groove and getting healthy now. Well, yeah, that's right. That's what I was rest. thinking, right? Yeah. Because they were unstoppable last year. Like, Henry had 35 goals last year as a 17 year old rookie. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, you know, yeah. they look good out there. That That's uh, the shorty. Yeah. Oh my God. Like he shot it from the goal line. <laughs> yeah. I didn't and, think that went in. And it steals patience. Yeah. Like unreal patience. Yeah. He, this was the game I was waiting for him to play. Sam Steele. I, I, I do want to point out Sam Steele, five assists tonight. Um, he was a minus one. <laughs> <Ooh>. Wow. <laughs> Ter- terrible effort. I. That's but, an interesting okay. stat. That really it, is. It is, but. Okay, so you take away the power play, you take away the shorthanded goal, so that's three even strength goals. Let's see. The, his first, his first two assists tonight were both on the power play. Okay. His next point was uh, the goal, the shorthanded goal. Uh, then he had an assist, so there's a plus. And on the last goal, he had an assist, but that was a power play so, as well. So three power plays, a shorthanded. So he only had one, one assist, even strength. Yeah. So he was on the goal for two against then hmm. so that okay that because i was like if you had five points yeah there he, he was he was on for uh swift current's first goal which was uh even strength i'm looking at their other even strength goals he was on uh for both those late third period goals that they had that weren't on the power play so all three uh swift current even strength goals he was on for interesting but you know I think if you get five assists, you can you can uh, let that slide a little <laughs> well, bit. It doesn't matter how many points you get if you lose the game, right? Right. But you know, we squeaked it out. Like, do you know? Was... We've talked about about a lot of players that stood up. One of the players that didn't stand out or stood out maybe for a bad reason was Puto. Um, both yeah. goals, Gordon scored there. He squeaked by him both times, and I'm just thinking, man, just rub him out, press him up against the boards, and but he let him go, and Gordon scored once right off a direct shot and then quick or the other second time was right after getting by Puto and yeah that first one where he got and went short side yeah I don't know what Puto was doing like he like wanted to hit him but he like didn't he commit around to it. And, and yeah and God just snuck by him on the boards and then he got it he roofed it short side upstairs like yeah. it was a, not, yeah, it was no, a great struggled. shot but yeah but yeah Puto struggled a little tonight mm-hmm. but it uh, yeah. it wasn't. I mean, and you were talking about how Swift Current looked a lot better tonight. You know, one reason for that was their top guys finally got on the score sheet. Yeah. You know, Estevan had had been having an okay tournament so far, and he had another goal and assist tonight. But you know, Glenn Godden, who had a really great 
WHL playoff. He had two goals and assists tonight. Those were his only points all tournament. Yeah. Uh, Alexi Hepo Niemi, he had a goal and three assists tonight, all points of the tournament. And uh, and I, I can't pronounce this guy's last name. It was a Beck. Malenstein. Uh, Malenstein. Uh, goal and assist for him tonight, his only two points of the tournament. And those were guys that, you know, I, I remember seeing uh, online today on Twitter. Someone from Swift Current said, if they want to have success, these guys have got to show up. Yeah. And they did uh, big time, but unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. I wouldn't yeah, say no, it's like... unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the, remember, I'm the, uh, I'm, the, I'm the neutral here. You're, yeah. you're right. Neutral you're right, though. So, it was surprising coming into this game, those three guys had zero points. Well, that, you know, that line was Steenberg and, you know, ish with Malenstein slash Steenberg and that like that line drove them the whole season. Yeah. So and it's surprising that they they were gone. Like yeah, sure you're missing Steenbergen, but I mean like you gotta have other guys to step up just because you're missing one guy. That power know, play that power play did not look the same without him though. Well uh, yeah I don't know and see they had Estefan out there and I I noticed Estefan was up with them five on five as well for a bit but i mean like estefan's been scoring a lot of goals too like i think they put because i think estefan was on the on the back end for a bit too and then they had malenstein up front and then i think they may have switched it in the power play but i don't know you there's enough talent there that you know sure steenbergen is yeah. you know that the sniper but i mean like they, they have enough guys that yeah should be able to replace them yeah I mean, and I'll, I'll play a little bit more devil's advocate here. I mean, it was mentioned on the broadcast tonight. This was Swift Current's 101st game of the season. And, and you're talking about a team that since the end of their series with the Pats in the first round, this was their 22nd game since then, whereas it was only the Pats' third. So, you know, not to not to make excuses for them, but that's a hell of a stretch. Oh, yeah, oh, no, for sure. No, I'm impressed for with how hard and how long they, they held on right till the very end. I, all, all the credit to them. That was a good game by both teams. Yeah. Um, I really appreciated the Pats shot blocking. They were down there. They were just you could see them just holding their their hand over their mouth, protecting the chicklets there, oh, and they just were ready they were to take out. one. Yeah. 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 They were selling yeah. out 100. percent There was somebody early in the game, and I, I I'm honestly just drawing a blank on who it was or even who what team it was i think it was a, even a swift current player but it looked like he got one almost on the side of the face yes it was swift current yeah yeah i don't remember who it was maybe fighting or nagel um but yeah it did look it did yeah. look up in the face area but he was down like you know maybe it got him in the he was, maybe he was lucky it got him in the visor the helmet yeah it, it did just, look like it was up in his head area. A yeah. bunch of us cringed at that. It was. It looked pretty bad. Speaking of cringeworthy, no hats on the ice. Henry scores three goals, no hats. I know, that's... Twitter blew up. They even... Colby Armstrong even noticed it. He said, come on, guys. Like, were you, were you like, too far from the ice or what? Uh, I was, <laughs> but... You weren't going to throw... I'm sure that hat probably cost at least 30 bucks. You weren't uh, throwing that. That was a $35 hat, <laughs> but that, that's my own fault for not bringing my... Patrick hat. The, so the story is, Steve, we brought an extra hat, like an old hat, to almost every single game, and we never got to throw it. So, <laughs> yeah, and then so, that's then he does happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steve, I want to get some insight on the officiating. You you've seen a number of Memorial Cup games. 
are they are they typically like, for me this felt like an it was an elimination game they were calling some yeah. weak ass penalties things that normally would it's, go in like a game seven or something like that yeah it's 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 really hard to say i mean trying to think back to other memorial cups i i can remember the debacle from and it actually kind of ties in a little bit because now the whl champions have lost their last 10 straight games at the memorial cup the last time they won was the 2015 semifinal when Kelowna beat Quebec 9-3. And I remember in that game at the Colisee being there and uh, one of the Kelowna players just just drilling, and it looked like he got him high in the head, one of the Quebec players, and the crowd lost their minds and everyone started throwing garbage during the play. Like, like it was raining down garbage, like an insane amount. Not just like, oh, here's a pop bottle here and a pop bottle there. Like from all sections it was coming. And, you know, it's just sometimes you have that where not not garbage throwing, but just like you see the same thing. Yeah, you see the same thing in the OHL all year. We we pray for consistency and just don't get it. You got, you know, that guy throwing an elbow to the head, maybe not that bad of a thing, but just like a very obvious cross check like like, what Chris brought up post game there. And it doesn't get called, but then that little hack on the hands does or something, and it's just well, you think, why? Yeah, Steel. They showed the replay, and we counted it. There was six cross checks on Steel, and it was it was like the fifth one from Estefan, and it just crumpled them, and there was no call. Mm-hmm. And then they bring it up the ice, and I don't know who the defender was. It was kind of like a high kind of forearm shot to the head area, and Heponiyama just drops like a cheap card table, like he always does, well, because he only weighs 120 pounds, <laughs> and and then all of a sudden it's a power play and fucking yeah. it's in the back of yeah, the Yeah, Mahura like, like pushed him down. And it, yeah, same it was... with like that Hayek hit in which game was that uh, against Acadia. Yes. I think Hayek, yeah. same thing. Hayek just kind of pushed through his chest and he went down and it was a penalty. Yeah. yeah. And so, but tonight was the OHL and the Q ref doing it. There was mm. no WHL ref involved tonight. So, but I remember game seven against with Kurt, there was all of one penalty. One. And that's and it, maybe that's what I was drawing from because it kind of yeah, felt like and, that to me. The game did, but not the ref. Yeah, yeah. No, and and there was maybe one I can think of maybe one obvious call that probably should have been called in that. And I w- but I was fine with the game seven refing that yeah, night. Yeah. yeah. You have those situations where you get a game seven, and you almost literally have to murder somebody to get a yeah. to get mm-hmm. a penalty. And then there's the other nights where they're calling everything. And, and we, we kind of were thinking that in the section, we were kind of thinking that. They're like, oh, there's been a couple penalties already. It's going to be a parade, I think, tonight. Yeah. To be fair, uh, the, the actual power plays ended up being even. Uh, Regina, three for five on the power play tonight. Swift Current, two for five. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, like, I wasn't saying a bias to one team or the other. Just no. some of the calls were just... Yeah, it makes you scratch your head, yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know it's like you you think the game's over there uh, when the Pats make it six four off a penalty that the refs had to call that the too many men yeah mm-hmm. so obvious yeah and but then you know you so you think the game's over and they go right back down and I thought it was a legitimate penalty where um and, and I got it right here hold on sorry uh what Josh Mahura uh, kind of gave the face wash at the blue line to to Buddy on. Uh, the Broncos mm-hmm. and it got him a, a roughing penalty and that put Swift Current right back in it for like a third time. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was insane. 
but that's that's junior hockey, right? That's junior. The, that's the what we. Yeah, refing mistakes. It's always gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would have been. I wouldn't have been surprised at all. Swift Current had tied that game, and I would have just said, "That's junior hockey for you, man. Like it's <laughs> never over until it's over, really." And I, you know what? I I said to Chris. Uh, we, we were sitting there talking at the second intermission and I said, you know what? You guys are up four, two. I think if you get the next goal, we'll make it five, two, like swift current looks okay, but I think you guys will be fine. If you get that five, two goal mm-hmm. and you did, and I thought you were fine. <laughs> and then it wasn't. Yeah. You know, like, and like I said, yeah, like we've already got four past Skinner. Like he's do he's, he's good for six on these nights. Like as, as well yeah. as he has played in the playoffs, he's, he isn't in had the brand stinkers. I know. Like we put up thirteen prior to this game, we had put up thirteen goals in the last two games. In game four and game six here, we put up thirteen goals. And then, you know, well, here's another six spot tonight. Like there's nineteen goals. Yeah. And and not like he was getting peppered all night. Like he, no. he only had to face twenty eight shots. So I, I I remember him making a few decent saves early in the game before like that, that real flurry of goals right there where, where you guys got a goal uh, or you got the shorthanded goal. They came back with a power play goal next shift. You guys came down a minute or two later, scored again before all that happened. Skinner had some decent saves, but nothing spectacular. Like you saw against Hamilton the other night. Yeah. He didn't rob anybody. He did. It wasn't flashing the leather like he was against Hamilton. So, um, Scott at Pat's do WHL. He tweeted out uh, Skinner's playoff record, including uh, Memorial Cup, is two and nine in the Brant Center with forty goals against. So forty oh, goals in eleven geez. games, two and nine. I don't know he what it up. is about that building. Did you get yeah, the Skinner chant like, going? Oh yeah, it was going. I'm. It didn't come across you, the TV like, too well, but. That's unfortunate. But no, it was it was pretty loud all night, right from the moment the puck dropped. Yeah. And they were they were just right after the anthems and they were waiting to roll up the red carpet and everything. So they're still standing on the blue line and it started right then. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I, I mean it's fun. Right. I, I know after that that first Pat school, uh, you know, I think it was about what midway through the first period there, I, I that one fan probably to the right of me just outside the media section yelling, uh, looks like you're off your game tonight. And it was pretty loud. I don't know if you heard it up or you no, were, I but, didn't. um, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised if you know, uh, I, he hears the chants. I'm sure he doesn't hear those, uh, yeah, those ones. But, cat calls, uh, yeah. It's just, yeah, people, I, I was impressed in a way with how relentless the Pats fans were even after, I, I think one time after a Broncos goal, they tried getting the Skinner chant going. It's like, uh, wrong goalie, I think, right now. But, you know, it's it's just how the game is. But there was a lot of Swift Current fans there. I was impressed at how loud they were. You know, at the start of the game, um, when they scored, uh, there was a lot of Swift Current fans there. Like, yeah. I was pretty impressed. And I, yeah, so I expected you, you that. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because I mean, like, in game, in game four, when Skinner got pulled in the middle of the second period in game four, all 6,484 Pats fans crammed that building. It was probably twice as loud, Steve. If you can imagine twice as loud. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was all Pats fans, right? And you mentioned 6,484. That was our official attendance tonight. So it was an official sellout. First one. Good. 
I saw I saw a few empty seats here and there, but it yeah. was a pretty it was full. People yeah. were sitting right up to the top row in the big end. Yeah, yeah, and there's always going to be the empty seats because people always like to stand in the corners and wander around. Someone's always so. in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was only two people in my row all game, so you know there's four empty six six empty seats wow. beside me all game. But I mean, someone didn't want to show up tonight. Yeah, they were all sold. So that's all that matters, right? <laughs> Yeah. Must have been Hamilton fans. Yeah, maybe. They said, ah, screw it. <laughs> Back at the hotel watching it, just puking. Going, Come on, Swift Current, do it. <laughs> yeah. So. Good. So, on to Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a high have... high from this game, and but we got to buckle down and get back at it. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game. It's... It will be. Yeah. Yeah. They look good against Swift Current. They look really good. Yeah, so I I don't know I if I put too much money, but I don't know. Who knows? It's one game. You, you got to get a lot of. You got to just keep hitting Fulcher with shots. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about the kid. He is a good goalie, but to me, he from what I've seen, you know, maybe between him and Paddock on the fourth best goalie at this tournament, um, it's just he he like Stuart Skinner some nights can look really good and some nights he can look really bad and I know a lot of people trade deadline time thought that Hamilton should go out and get another goalie they stuck with him and you know it worked out through yeah. the playoffs um you know he didn't really have a bad game it's been a while since he's had a really bad game so maybe there's that due. for you you're maybe saying maybe he's, he's due, due. <laughs> he, he could be um I'm, tr- I'm trying to think uh the the, the only Thing close I could think of to him having a bad game was was game five of the OHL final where he gave up five I think it was but that was after Hamilton had already gotten a big five one lead and Sue came back at the end and they were just on their heels everything the Sue was shooting at went in the net but they ended up Hamilton pulled out the win so you know I would say you got to keep trying to pepper him as much as you can but Hamilton you know just relentless such a deep team. Like even their fourth line is one they can roll all night long and they're going to be coming at you in waves. And obviously, you know, everyone's going to be looking to Robert Thomas, but there's about six or seven other guys on that offense that are just can be just as dangerous as him at any given point. Yeah. Like, like after the game last night, we were on, on the fanboys podcast, we were discussing Thomas and it's like, Oh yeah, he got a star. I'm not too sure why he got the mm-hmm. star. He should have got the star the previous night. Like to me, Camano looked way better last night than mm-hmm. Thomas did, and he didn't get a star. But, but yeah, it, they definitely they do look good. So, I wouldn't suggest any of your guys getting in front of any Riley Stillman slap shots because he can shoot the puck. He had a Go couple goals during the finals where he just he leaned into it, and man, that. Surprise! It didn't go through the net. <laughs> so if you see him wind up on Friday night, it might get ugly. Well, right on Friday night, that's going down. You guys have any more comments on this game? Crazy. That's that's all yeah. I can say. It was it was nice as an outsider to finally see the Pats fans really really get into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I know there weren't as many in the other two games, but at the same time. You know, you could still have a loud building with a smaller crowd if people are into it. And, yeah, they cheered for the goals, but in their games against Hamilton and Bathurst, it just didn't seem like it was a really rocking place to be. Tonight, I'm sure it helped with, with having so many Swift Current fans there. But you know what? It's not like 
the game Swift Current had played in, it felt like the whole building was cheering for them. And tonight, yeah, they had a good contingent of people, but the Pats fans really showed up and stepped up their game tonight. And hopefully, you know, for their sakes, I would like to see that Friday night. It's always much better when there's a great atmosphere like that, especially at a Memorial Cup. Yeah, it was nice to see the building loud again. Mm -hmm. I remember back to last year, the championship final, and it was loud and you know we hadn't had that i i guess maybe until game four back here this year but uh yeah it was nice to see that that really good energy going again and one other thing from tonight you know in back to skinner not not that to shit on him or anything but i mean like he didn't we didn't have a we didn't have as many shots like as hamilton did he didn't get mm-hmm. in that groove right no. and like that's what happened last night. Yeah. He he had lots of Hamilton not, not peppered say, him in yeah, the first period, but with they were nothing, easier shots. Yeah, like so he he got like you said he got in that zone and you could see yeah. It. It's, that's the thing where he, you know if he gets in that zone he is unbeatable. Like yeah. you know you can see where you know everybody's high on him, but you know you get the games to like tonight like that last the last goal which ended up being the winner from Hayek. Like he's right in the slot and he just snuck it between his arm and his body. Like that, that was probably should have been saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems like a shot where you know last night he stopped or uh, two nights ago he's stopping that. Yeah, and tonight it just wasn't happening. Like you said, um, you know they they pepper, Hamilton peppered him with kind of easy shots in the first period, none too amazing scoring chances. Whereas tonight, you know the Pats didn't have a ton of shots in the first. I think it was ten, so a decent amount. But nothing, they weren't all coming at once. It wasn't like a steady rhythm of shots. Yeah. A couple of good chances, and there was the goal, which I, I didn't think he had a whole lot of chance on anyway. So, you know, and like you said, he gets behind the eight ball, and just yeah. he didn't get that groove tonight. Like, I'm sure, if you go back to the, the playoffs series with them, I'm sure we lost every game that we outshot Swift Kern. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's kind of like you have to hit him. He gets into it when he gets lots of shots. and Yeah, like yeah. that game four, he was pulled by mid-second period. Like we had five by him or so at that point in the game. Like it's like feast or famine almost. With well, him, I think right? even so. a Platt's goal. I mean, Platt deked him out. Like, yeah. That, he's not that nice really a, a finesse goal scorer either to be deking no. out goalies. So. And yeah. he, you, you see, I don't know, is the TV. I don't know what TV timeout it was, but he took his mask off. And Steve, you noted this. Uh, he took his mask off and he he coasted to the bench, and his head was just down, like he just looked defeated, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like he didn't look good. And that was yeah, that was after the the six four goal. I was think that the six four goal. Um, I thought it was earlier than that, but I, I can't remember. It might have been. You know what? It might have been earlier than that because I thought we got another goal after that. Because you guys had five for a long time. Like that, that fifth goal came pretty early in the period. right. It was still five two, so yeah. yeah, it was maybe that sixth goal. Yeah, I'm just trying. I'm just kind of looking through tweets from from Sean Mullen and talking about um, they're they're talking about uh, you know, Glenn Godden and his shoulder. I guess there was a rumor going around during the playoffs that it was separated. Well, I heard on the pregame show that that, that they said they said, oh yeah, it sounds like Godden is pretty hurt hurting. Uh, this was uh, from from uh, Vervos uh, 
Is that how you pronounce it? Viveros. Viveros. Yeah. Um, speaking about God in post game tonight, uh, there was a time he couldn't even move his shoulder. So. So I wonder if that was in the Lethbridge series when he missed the two yeah. games. Yeah. And that just about did them in. That did, yeah. And and he admits he's like at the end of the day, I thought we were really running on fumes and yeah. yeah. You yeah, take away a guy good. like Steenberg out of the lineup and, and Godin's playing what fifty percent, you know, like. Him and Sizzins, um, man, Sizzins ice time. I, I know it's not a stat, yeah, but he, God, he was on there almost all the time, it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, not just tonight, but every game of the tournament, yeah. he was out there all the time. Yeah, you get those extra TV timeouts. I'm sure their fourth, their third and, uh, third pairing didn't see the ice at all. Like Probably not. I seen King. I seen King out there for like one or two shifts. He's the fifth guy, and I don't even know who the sixth defenseman is. But I seen um, King out there a couple times, and that's about it. Apparently, Artyom Manulan. Uh, he apparently twice during the playoffs dislocated his shoulder, and when they won the Edgemouth Cup, couldn't even lift it properly over his head. So, well, yeah, he was out for a couple games in our series, so he's been battling it all, all, all playoffs. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, it was it was it was like us. We were, we were, last year hanging by threads last year, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's a tough tough trophy it, to win. It is, and you know maybe that, you know that's maybe why the WHL hasn't. Yeah, won a game I saw. In the last I, couple I did years. recognize like, Steve worked that stat in. I I picked that up, buddy. That you. Uh, <laughs> of the WHL non-success the the champions not yeah, winning a game I mean, in unless the last three years yeah like obviously you know you guys have won a couple as hosts and and i think red deer won a game or two as, yeah. as hosts a couple of years ago but yeah not since Kelowna won the semi-final in 2015 has yeah. a whl champion won a game yeah. at the memorial cup but i know i know there was a stat Leading kind of up to that point, it's the WHL had won the most Memorial Cups in a certain period just recently. Yeah, they well, they the WHL still holds the most Memorial Cups, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I know a friend of mine likes to bring that up. He says I don't he he doesn't really have any bias towards he could uh, you know he's a London Knights fan and I'm trying to think you know I guess if you're a London Knights fan the team you'd hate the most would be either be Windsor or, or Kitchener and if they get to the Memorial Cup he doesn't care he's cheering for for the OHL because he wants the OHL to overtake the WHL. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me on how many they're behind, but it's get it's been getting closer with the OHL winning the last three. Yeah, a lot lately. So, well, let's get one more, right, Chris? Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough. It tough is road, gonna, though, it is going to be a tough game against Hamilton. Um, but yeah, this tournament has been wild so far, so why not? Hey. Yeah, for sure. There's no point in we're all this way. You might as well win it, right? Well, that's why that's why uh, this team was built, was to win this. So, yeah. And I'll say this: uh, your your road is is shorter than the example I'll bring up. You know, six years ago, Schwinnigan was a was a a backdoor entry to the Memorial Cup as a host. They had to play a tiebreaker, semi, and a final, and they beat three league champions three games straight. I guess that's essentially what you have to do now. Without the tiebreaker, you beat. Swift current tonight. You got to beat another champion Friday, and you got to beat another champion on Sunday. It can be done. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way of putting it. Three league champs to be the champ, man. Yeah, you beat everybody. You're king of the king of the hill. 
Well, let's hope for a good game Friday. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? No, uh, I think we're good here. So. Other than thanks for uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, you know, and I get to thank Chris here for putting me up for the week. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't have been able to come out here otherwise. So it's been fun uh, coming to games. I, I got some Pats gear tonight. I got myself a T-shirt to take back home. So uh, it's been fun coming to t- coming to games in Regina, and I'm glad I uh, I got out here. Good. Well, yeah, it's good to have you. So. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and thanks for uh, giving us some insight on Hamilton here. Um, good. We will wrap this up. It's getting a little late. I want to get to bed and, uh, we'll talk to you guys Friday after the Pats game, hopefully with some good news and anything else, guys, are you good? Yeah, well, we're good. All right. See you everybody. Thanks.